0: This is the Blaze the Lion podcast. I am your host, Blaze. Blaze the Lion. Blaze Doctari, Blaze Goldsmith. All of the above. Blaze the Machine. If you pay me right, indeed, indeed, we are uh, we are live. Sorry, right now on Facebook and on YouTube on the Blaze the Lion podcast pages and channels. Indeed, indeed, all month we have been talking about nothing because this month just started. Yes, so this is a brand new month of March. And for March, the theme is Lady Lyricist. Hmm. I'm going to let that marinate for a little bit. hmm In the meantime, let's pay some bills. So, do you have a company? Are you looking into branching off and maybe starting your own business? Do you have an idea and you're not quite sure where to start? Maybe you need a logo. Maybe you need a website. Maybe you do have a company, but it just needs a facelift. Well, look no further. For all your digital marketing needs, go to starchildsocial.com and tell them that Blaze sent you. Indeed, indeed. If you're loving the movement and loving how we do this and you want to become a monthly contributor, we got you. You can go to anchor.fm slash blaze the lion support. And we have three tiers right there from $1 to $5 to $10 and become a monthly contributor to the podcast, right? We got the Blaze line Podcast Apparel, all right? Yes, indeed. And as promised, we got webinars on how to find your purpose. Do you know your purpose? Are you walking in your purpose or are you just helping other people with their plans for your life? Hmm. That part. All right. You want to know more about finding your purpose and actually walking in your purpose and maybe making some money in your purpose. Right. We got these webinars and seminars coming this summer. All right. So coming soon. All right. As my phone is blowing up, got to love live. (laughs) All right. So right now, this is episode work with me, work with me. Ninety three. Episode 93, I always check with my um, business partner, so text me in the chat if that is correct, but I think it's episode 93. And as I said, this month is all about the lady lyricist. So what is a lady lyricist? Hmm. Maybe you're a lady lyricist. Maybe just that theme alone draws you in and you're very, very curious as to what's going on tonight as we've had other themes during these past three years from school teachers, to photographers, to painters, right? To even children on here. We've had dancers, DJs, all sorts. But this month is all about the lyricists, all about it. And tonight's guest is someone who is, of course, talented. Someone who, of course, is walking in her purpose, walking in her power. Someone who draws an audience with her gifts, draws an audience with her words. Someone who knows that words are powerful, and there is life and death in the power of the tongue. So someone who is not afraid, who is bold, all right? Who is not just staying in the pocket, but instead being her authentic self. This is someone that I'm excited to bring as a featured guest on the Blaze Alarm podcast. And without any further hesitation, I want to welcome tonight's guest for episode 93 is none other than... You got to let it breathe for a little bit, you know? Let it
1: breathe, let it breathe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> tonight's guest is Sublime Love. Welcome to the pod.
1: Hey, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, this is my first like interview as I've relocated to South Florida, like my first connection for an interview down here. So I'm super grateful, super grateful. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So again, I always give my introduction of my guests. Some may love it, some may hate it. But I always encourage my guests to share a little bit about yourself for those who may not know.
1: Yes. So I am sublime Love. Sublime means supreme, outstanding, and I spell love L-U-V to signify revolutionary love. So that's love for the oppressed, Black love, queer love, trans love, disabled love. We truly need revolutionary love today. So when we love ourselves and each other, despite the messages that we get from society about our worthiness, when we love ourselves and each other, that is revolutionary love. That is resistance. So I came up with my stage name. It just came to me honestly um, through my own like revelation in life. So I used to use sublime a lot in my poems. Um, so it, like, it was always a common word. And i was like, why do I keep writing sublime? And then I just, you know, it just made sense. It manifested in 2012. So I've been performing professionally, um, going hard with it since 2012, memorizing my work, performing my work. Um, I have been writing since I was a child. I started journaling at 10. So poetry kind of came naturally to me. I just I would write about my life. And then uh, as I aged, like poems just came out very naturally for me. Mm. Um, and I remember I was 14 and I wrote a poem called, um, I think it was called The Queen um, or A Queen. And I read it to my mom. I was just 14, like either seventh or eighth grade, I think. I read it to my mom and she's like, you didn't write that. I was like, no, I, I really did, Ma, I really did. So that's what I knew. Okay, I must be good. if like, She's questioning if I wrote it or not. Maybe I'm good at this thing, you know? Right. Um, even before that, I had my first spoken word performance at, like, 11 or 12. My mom wanted me to um, do something for her event. So I really was digging Maya Angelou's and Still I Rise. So I memorized and Still I Rise and performed it. But that was, like, my first and last time until I was about, you know, i I been writing, but I didn't start performing, actually, like, sharing my work with people until about college. There was, like, open mics in the city that I was living in, that I'm the city where I'm Mm -hmm. from. They were popping up, and I would take my paper and, like, shake it with shaking hands, read my work. Um, So, yeah, over time, I was exposed to a group of poets, um, and they 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 were memorizing the work. They were performing without paper, so that inspired me to also memorize, and that just even... Took my performance game to another level where I was not like the paper wasn't you know um, hiding me from anything right. like I'm out there like looking at the audience you know they're feeling it it's more energy I feel like when you're like it, it, there's nothing wrong with reading don't get me wrong nothing wrong with reading your work but there's another level I feel like when you're performing from from memory because mm-hmm. you can go theatrical with it you could use your hands mm-hmm. you know, you know it's, it's 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 a vibe you know and you can connect with your audience in deeper ways. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like my evolution. I've been performing like since, yeah, since 2012. So it's, this is my 11th year actually. My best friend who passed, uh, our favorite number was 11. And this is my 11th year performing. Mm. Uh, so I'm really happy to be here, happy to have relocated. The love really hits differently um, outside of your hometown. So I'm just so grateful. Um, Yeah, I've been, I've been hitting open mics here in Broward. Um, I did hit a few in Miami, but I feel like the scene in Broward um, is a little bit more pronounced as far as like open mics and spoken words. I feel like the scene is more well like kind of just it's not welcoming. It's it's just there, right? In Miami I was having trouble finding kind of spaces that I found in Broward. So um yeah and actually someone who attended the open mic that I performed at referred me to this to the future here. So there, yeah. you go, there you
0: go. There we go. I can definitely relate. Um I've I've been an artist myself for <sighs> Somebody to say my age out here, but okay. I've been an artist um, since high school. So I had a rap group and all of that, oh, and wow. I would I would perform back in the nineties and um, travel. I was sign, been on tour, all sorts of things, wow. and and the scene here in in Miami in, in South Florida in general is very very different, and what we would run upon is when we would travel and do shows in New York or shows in uh, Virginia beach or in Atlanta, right? We would get so much love and even the promoters, right? Even going to North Florida, right? St. Pete, the promoters would make sure that we get our VIP section and we get lots of food and, Beverages and all of that, right? And then when we perform in our hometown in like Miami or Broward, it was like, oh, it's just yeah. All right. Well, yeah, just go over there. Like,
1: oh my God, you are hitting the um... nail on the head. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, so I'm from Boston, born and raised, a lot of winter. Yeah. Um, it's I I I'm Roxbury till I die. That's the name that I grew up in very predominantly black neighborhood. I saw my own reflections, you know, Um, and I'm Roxbury till I die. I always be Roxbury till I die. I'm Boston till I die. But at the same time, living, moving outside of it. Mm -hmm. um, And like, there were so many platforms that I got denied access to so many contests that I, you know, didn't win. And don't don't get me wrong. There were, there were plenty of stages I hit, plenty of things that I did get. I got grants and things like, don't don't get me. I'm not throwing complete shade. Like I did have a platform. I do have, um, you know, an artist community in Boston. Mm-hmm. So it's always love there, but the type of love hits different. Like you say, like someone's like, okay, yeah, you, you're you just sublime. Like, you know, I, I grew up around you. You, you. you know, we hear gossip about you. We know your business. We we hear slander about you. Like we're making our judgments. We're biased about you, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like when you step into a new place, no one knows you from Adam. Yeah. No one knows you. You're, they're literally seeing you and seeing you perform seeing your talent at face value, and they're like, wow, yeah. like, you know, there's nothing behind it, no background politics that are denying you access, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. you know, people don't know you. So they're really like, wow, like, it, it just hits different. And I'm so grateful that I made this move. Um, I've been put on to like a few platforms already. Mm-hmm. I'm performing at Miami Beach Pride Festival in April. So it just really took on, it, 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 it's, it's happening a lot quicker than it happened at home. I had mm-hmm. to put in a lot of work to even get recommended for things like this. Like this would have taken like a year or two back home when I was beginning and starting out, it would have taken a while. Um, mm-hmm. There have been people though that have said that I'm underrated, like even people in my hometown, in my home city that have acknowledged that just being underrated, you know? Um, so coming here has given me new life really.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, even though it's it has taken time, I am a firm believer that um, there's nothing in vain. Right. So all those all those experiences that you went through in in Boston um, has given you more experiences to actually share. It's given you more wisdom. It's given Mm -hmm. you, you know, like your network and Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things. So um, listen, this is your season.
1: Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I'm, it's it's a, it's hitting different. And and I'm mm-hmm. my favorite number is three. So it's funny that this is the 93rd episode. Well, it's not mm-hmm. funny. It's actually symbolic. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's 2023. It's it's yeah. I have a lot of threes in my address. So threes okay. on my threes on my license plate. I still have Massachusetts plates. I drove down here actually. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely divinely guided and protected by threes. So,
0: mm, I consider, love it. I love consider. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So, if someone for the first time um, hears that you are a you are an artist, you are a lyricist. Um, is there a category? Is there a sub genre mm-hmm. that you would that you're usually known for? Or
1: it would be spoken word, I guess. Okay. Like spoken word would be the. That's the initiator of everything. Right. So mm-hmm. I started off, you know, a spoken word for me. Some people don't know what it is. Like, of course, people know poetry, reciting poetry. Mm-hmm. But I feel like spoken word is its own genre because there's slam poetry. Right. But mm-hmm. slam is, is for competition. So where spoken word is like, you know, you're actually just memorizing your work and going in and it's entertainment like you're going in. It's theatrical, you know, there's cadences to your voice, you're inflecting, mm-hmm. your your body is moving, you know, you're looking at the audience. So it's spoken word, you know, it's poetry, but it's also like the word is, you know, in the beginning was the word. That's actually a tattoo that I have right here. Um, so the word, you know, that's that it's so powerful. Like you say, speak life, you know, speak. Mm-hmm. The power of the tongue—it can shift so many things. Oh yeah. So I like, you know, even on my Instagram, it's just powerful words. You know, powerful words transform worlds. So when Mm. we hear a word, when we hear something profound, that shifts us, that transforms us, and we can even today we're sharing memes, we're sharing words with each other, you know, because we can all these are things we can resonate. This speaks to us. So words do transform everything, you know. So the spoken word is is the is the is the poetry, but it's.
0: It's a whole genre within itself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Those listening right now, those watching us live on Facebook or on YouTube, and you have any questions for Sublime Love, please don't hesitate. There may be a slight delay um in this technology, not my technology, just in technology no. in, in general. In general, you dig? Yeah. But feel free, don't don't hesitate. Um your questions r- will be screened, but um to take to ask any questions that you may have all right so you know we're gonna put you on the spot right
1: Uh, i i was expecting that of course
0: okay okay
1: okay. (laughs) of course of course
0: yes 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 so um yeah anything that you would like to bless us with your your audience Um, floor is yours
1: all right well um i think this one is fitting because it's Black History Month was just a few weeks ago, last month. Well, mm-hmm. so And it's also Women's History Month this month. So I'm going to do my poem, Who is God? So, um, and it's going to shock some people maybe, but it, it's going to make sense when you hear the words, all right? All right, it's called Who is God? The black woman is God. I said the black woman is God. Let every picture of white man Jesus be destroyed. Maybe build new places of worship, honoring the feminine. The black woman is God. The most ancient human skeleton was a black woman. Mama Africa be home to humanity. It is time for us all to see. We are all birthed out of dark wombs. And isn't this a metaphor for the author of the universe? She effortlessly lined up the stars and planets. Look at Earth's satisfied thoughts. This has all it needs. Now let me make the human race. I'll tell you all the real story. Mama God made us in her own image out of the earth We came woman first, and from her rib came man, the true lesser sex. He ain't nothing without a woman. Continues to be made manifest from woman, and that original woman be black, be eternally beautiful, be creator, be God.
0: Mm -hmm. I see, I see.
1: It was fitting because it it was Black History Month, now it's Women's History Month, so it was fitting.
0: And I love how you get into character too. Yeah, that's
1: that's yeah. the that's the entertainment. True artistry. That's
0: a yeah, word.
1: that's the spoken word entertainment. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, hmm. So, give us right, because we are on this podcast, and we want to highlight the highs and the lows. Right? It's it's all part of life. It's all part of actual journey and you touched on a little bit of it from your from your hometown um what's been um, maybe the biggest hurdle or obstacle along this um this lyrical journey that you have had to overcome
1: Mm, that's a good question i feel like honestly it has been being underrated honestly Because, like I said, I've been putting in, I've been working at this and performing and mastering my craft for 11 years at this point. I feel like at this point, not saying mastering, I feel like I have mastered it. And I feel like for the last few years, I've been a master at it. So I feel like just being around people that know me and have heard gossip and whatever, you know, slander, biased opinions, like I feel like I... I don't like I just no one really like it took a while to even be put on to certain places, like to have to prove myself when my work actually speaks for itself. Like, you know what I mean? Like even just experiencing me for the first time here, someone put me onto this platform. And even with applying to Miami Pride, I just showed my work. And i got on that platform there was also another festival i just showed my work and i got on that platform there was no decision makers no people that had to give me a recommendation my work is literally speaking for itself and mm. i feel like that wasn't enough where i was from my mm. work wasn't enough i had to have deeper connections or people recommending me there was applications right and then there's people in the on back of those applications these boards and these people are probably you know, not really your fans, right? And they're, they're, they're blocking you from these platforms mm-hmm. because of whatever. I actually had a friend that I was close to, it just came out a few months ago that she was actually prohibiting, like, d- like, discouraging people from booking. So uh, another wow. friend of mine came out with this and, and confessed this to me. It wasn't even a confession. She was just being real. Like, you know, I, actually, I wanted to have you perform at this spot. And I did perform there. Her, her voice mattered over the other person who was discouraging her. But that person said... To her, that I'm not reliable. Like she's just not reliable. She's like, you know what I mean? It's like, so why? And you're supposed to be my friend, mind you. You're in the same group of poets that I'm that I'm a part of, and mm-hmm. you're discharging people from booking me. That person has major influence in my home city, so I'm sure that that also blocked my blessings a few other times. You know, if mm-hmm. they're the ones going around saying this, they're very they're a trusted source. They're a, a big influence, mm-hmm. so I know for a fact that block that had that blocked me because I literally am just showing my work here. And being placed on these platforms, whereas like my work wasn't enough where I was from, it was, it was so severely underrated, you know. Um, so I'm so grateful that spirit spoke to me, Allah, God, Mother God, like it was just an exodus. Last January, so I I went, I even left earlier than I was supposed to. I was breezing past New York City, like two hours after me. I was gone, I was out. I stopped in Charlotte, North Carolina, to rest to take a shower. And then I finished, Charlotte Charlotte was like the halfway point. So I figured out, let me like halfway stop, like take a pause. Mm -hmm. But that was an exodus, honey. I missed a huge snowstorm too. Uh Two days later, it was a massive snowstorm. Like snow up to doors covering cars. So I just felt so grateful, so free. Like I just, something was calling me. Like it was just time, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, many artists, many of our favorite artists, they they deal with that where not everybody who is all over the TV screen or not everybody who's all over the radio or who's all over the poster boards is necessarily who the people want, right? It is in this entertainment industry, it is a whole lot of politics and it is a whole lot of who you know and just keeping it funky
1: you know, it is. Sometimes
0: you got to pay to play, too. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Is, exactly. there's a whole lot going on that mm-hmm.
1: fans
0: who've never worked in the music industry don't know. So they're just saying, oh, it's talent based. So if he or she is not that talented, then they're not It's like, no, it's, it's a whole lot that goes on behind the scenes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whole
0: lot, whole exactly. lot. So,
1: exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: I can smell you. I can smell you. Um, do you remember your first spoken word piece?
1: Ah, that's a good one. You mean like my so I mean, I've been writing since forever, but you mean like my very first time performing, like what I got, up? like, like when I was reading my paper. Or When I was like, I feel like I was young doing like Maya Angel's and at Rise, but maybe my own my own personal work. When I read your it, own, your, yeah, your I, own, yeah, I'm personal trying to remember work. what that was. What's the
0: earliest? What's I was reading, things. I
1: was like shaking off paper reading verse or
0: half a verse uh, that you can remember.
1: Oh my god,
0: <laughs> hold on, or even if it's like a couple bars.
1: Well, it's my intro, so I did. I have this set intro that mm-hmm. I always, so depending on the space, like where I'm performing at. Depending on the space, if it's a smaller space and I feel like people will hear me, I'll like perform this intro piece and walk up to the stage or walk up to wherever I'm, you know, wherever the designated performance area is. Mm-hmm. But it depends on the space. Sometimes I can't do that. Like I just have to come to the mic and do it. But other times I like walk up in this grand, like dramatic, like entrance, you know, and I do my intro poem. So it's very brief, like 30 seconds. It's called intro. And every time I write my sets, I always write intro, the first one. So it's called Here It Goes. When they see me coming, they know it's me. I walk, talk, and breathe poetry. In the beginning was the word, and it was me. Infinite love, truth, and justice, yeah, they all. lust this long to bust with my energy, not understanding the supreme synergy. Mm. Nice,
0: nice, Isn't nice. It? Is there, is there a altar? ego is there a spirit <laughs> animal is there no truthfully because that's
1: real. as that a is performer real, that's real. That's you got real.
0: a channel right mm-hmm. so
1: that's
0: real. who do you channel or what do you channel
1: that's a good question I kind of just it's my words I feel like like okay. it's I feel the power of my words like I really I feel like it's like, as I'm saying them, like, mm-hmm. I, it's like, uh, like, yes, let this hit. And it's actually where I, where I, you know, I might go softer, go harder, like, mm-hmm. you know, be more, be more like, uh, you know, it depends. Like, some, of course, I have love poems, of course, you know, They're, those aren't, uh, those are like lofty and sweet, you know, but it's really the words that honestly guide me. It's really not like, I think it's the words because if I'm performing like different, like, even like, a po- like I a, there's a poem about weight that I wrote right a, a love poem there's poems about coffee food that I write I mean I write like I so in April actually April's next month so in April it's national poetry month so poets challenge themselves to write a new poem per day in April so it's 30 days in April so they're called 30 30s. so I've been doing this for like eight years I think this is a, this might be my eighth or my ninth year doing it full, like throughout the whole month doing 30 30 completely so like my eighth or ninth year it'll be this year but um during that time like I challenge myself to write I'll write about random things because it's just random inspiration so if it's like one of those poems that might not be like about coffee or leftovers it might not be so much like the words because the words aren't always super like powerful necessarily they're like kind of like you know just vibing with like the inspiration but even for those things I try to channel like where I was at when I wrote it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like even like if I'm if I'm writing a poem about the sun that I'm like trying to remember like the sun beaming on my face and how that felt, how it energized me or how that made me warm, you know? So even if I'm not like, even if it's like a super powerful piece in my words and i you know, and even if it's like a little delicate or like, just you know, I just try and like remember kind of where I was when I wrote it. And I let that kind of guide the flow, you know, um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I, I <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Get it. There, there are so many songs that, they're so powerful to me, um, and they could be not that powerful to somebody else, but they're so powerful to me because when I first heard the song or the first couple of times that I heard the song, right, I was going through a certain place in my life or I was at a certain uh, a location or the weather was a certain way, right? So it's certain songs that hold a place in my heart that I'm like, oh, this is my song because I remember this is when I was in college. This is when I got dumped by my girlfriend, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So exactly yeah. it's
1: fits you. So. I yeah, I oh I often say they say sense, like smell is the strongest tied to memory. The song is sense tied to memory, but I would argue that it's music. I would argue that it's a song. Uh, mm-hmm. because as soon as you hear a song, you're placed right back into it. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like song music is the strongest sense tied to memory, even though it's not necessarily a sense in the sense of like smelling or, or mm-hmm. tasting, but at the same time, it's still felt. That's a, that's a sound, you know, yeah. if, if you're hearing it. So yeah. at the same time, people might not think of it as a sense because like, but it's still hearing, it's still the, 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 the hearing, you know? So it's like, I feel like that is actually the most powerful way to remember is through music, honestly. Cause even the other day, my mom was listening to, it was a Marvin, I forget what Marvin Gaye song it was. Uh, but she was, uh, she just was starting the jam to it, like in the car. She's like, like this, you know. She's sixty nine, so she was really like, she, you know, she's the, her, her cute little way of showing you she's into a song. But I was like, oh, after it played, I'm like, mom, you know, what did you remember? Like, what what did that bring back to you? She's like, oh, just back in the day, like having a good time, yeah. you know, like it it just it, it it's the yeah it just words. I mean, of course, music is words, you know. Um, rap is from poetry, the last yeah. poets. You familiar with like the last poets, like originating kind of like the rap game, you know, mm-hmm. um, poetry set to a beat. So, you know, it's the word, it's the lyrics. Of course, the beat's important, too, in music. The beat is definitely important. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the, the depth, the connection is with those words, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. On that
0: same note, do you ever perform to music is there sometimes a soundtrack or some background yeah, music
1: that's so funny that's actually what i'm working on for my performance for miami pride yeah i feel like because it's just like pride is like a big a, a, like huge celebration like it's all people are like active trying to like like you know just be like out like it's just a fun time right so i'm like if i'm gonna i have a 20 minute set i can't just stand and like perform words for 20 minutes i'm like yeah. i'm gonna have to do some type of engagement some type of music, so I'm working on that now. I have in the past, like I've, I just haven't like hired someone set for a performance, but like just like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Randomly, like if there's a band at like an open mic spot, like I might they might just play with me, but I don't often do that intentionally. But I'm gonna start to. So that's actually something that I'm working on in the works for right now.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I did some work with a spoken word artist, <clears throat> and she had like some producers and she would buy the beats and such. And um, again, it, it was spoken words, So it wasn't like rapping on a timed beat or anything, right? But um, sometimes the beats were like real chill,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? When there was like a real chill uh, flow or whatever. And then sometimes the beats were, um, really strong and just, Mm -hmm. and when she would go into certain dark places in, in her, um, in her poetry, you know, so, so I was just curious.
1: Yeah, no, I'm actually, that's like the next level for me, honestly, is merging it with music. I feel like that's really where I'm, where I'm headed at this point. I'm going to have to like, with the different platforms that I'm having access to now, it's going to be different vibes, like bigger crowds, like probably like Mm -hmm. thousands of people. So mm-hmm. literally it's in thousands of people with a 20 minute set you have to hold there has to be something behind those words like it has to be oh, yeah. something you know to hold attention you know people yeah so that's oh, that's yeah. the next level that I'm working on is is with, with music yeah mhm
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. um so you said that you had some some shows coming up so if the people wanted to see you live wanted to check you out here in South Florida um where can they see you?
1: So yeah, so Thursday I'll actually be at Ginger Bay Cafe. Hey.
0: Um, yeah,
1: and I think it's in Hollywood. Am I? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. About, okay, I'm still learning. Yeah, downtown
0: areas. Hollywood. I'm
1: still early to the area. Young Circle. So, yeah, um, so I'll be there. Um, th- this Thursday the ninth. Um, I think it starts like seven or eight. Um, so I'll be there uh, around like seven thirty probably, like seven thirty eight the latest. So that's where I'll be at Ginger Bay Cafe this Thursday the ninth around like seven thirty eight. I think I have I'm not sure quite when the when the show starts though like as far as when they have people on but I'll just be there and present like 7 30 ish um and then I just so for now I've just really been at open mics so the 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 part that I was booked at or uh, the show that I was booked for officially that happened already and then Miami Pride is coming up and that they haven't given me details of either they're going to be the 15th or the 16th of April but I'll like I'll share those details as I know they're still working on like logistics for that but it's yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So give the uh, give the um the info again uh, for Ginger Bay, yeah. but but do it like you on the radio.
1: Ah. Oh, okay. 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 Get <clears throat> <clears throat> get some water. <laughs> okay. you all know we need our business on social media platforms and at starchild social through research and planning we create converting posts and stories that attract your ideal client taking that weight off your shoulders enabling you to focus on achieving your goals for your business check us out for a free consultation at www.starchildsocial.com starchild social holding your hand through this ever changing world of social media <laughs> all right loves So you can Uh, check me out (laughs) this Thursday, March 9th at Ginger Bay Cafe around 7.30. That's where you want to be. You want to be live in the building. Get some spoken word. There's going to be comedians. There's going to be all other live artists. So check us all out. Good vibes, good eats. They have happy hour special. You don't want to miss it. There we go.
0: There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it, I love yeah, it, I love yeah. it. I have a special um as an artist myself, I have a special place in my heart for artists. Like sometimes I'll see, and I don't even like to use the word homeless because we tend to put folks down, and it's like listen, you don't even know anyone's story, right? Mm, there exactly. are some geniuses. Mm-hmm. That just ran up on some hard times, mm-hmm, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: when it comes to seeing some people who are
1: mm-hmm.
0: homeless, quote unquote, and they're artists, I can't just walk past them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like y'all gotta support, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly. So
0: even if it's a dollar
1: mm-hmm. or five
0: dollars, you know, and you'll mm-hmm. see some of these people and they got their guitar. Or they got like a little drum set they mm-hmm. use in like the buckets or whatever, and it's like as a fellow artist myself, like I, I applaud you because you yeah you, you you could just have a sign up, mm-hmm. hey I want some money you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that that you put forth your
1: your art your heart yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and also too a lot of I feel like with homelessness too that. The topic of mental health is really important because a lot mm-hmm. of people who are homeless are battling mental illnesses and just or, or addiction or both, like dual, mm-hmm. you know, dual diagnosis. Um, mm-hmm. And they just they just aren't medicated. Honestly, they are just kind of spiraling with their mental health. You know, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a lot of it too. You know, is is mental health stuff for sure. And I I've, I've battled with my mental health um, for about 11 years, from 15 to 26. I was diagnosed. I, I talk about this a lot. Even in my art. I have poems on mental illness. I'm a big advocate because it's, it's not really talked about in our community, especially. It's like, oh, pray it away. Go for a walk. And it's like, no, some people actually need medicine. Like, I actually need my meds. Like, it's not enough to pray or to go for a walk. Like, this is definitely a scientific illness. It's a disease, you know? Um, it will, and, it, it, and it's like, it's, chemi- it's a chemical imbalance. So people will often... Take it as like a bad character trait or something. And it's like, no, this is actually like the chemicals in my brain are off. Like, why would you wouldn't tell your grandmother who's a diabetic not to take her insulin? You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like when we think of it in those terms, we really actually understand it as as a sickness, as an illness. Like I was sick, you know, on and off throughout that time. It wasn't me going crazy. I was actually just struggling with it. I was young, you know, diagnosed very young at 15. And I didn't want to take meds. What 15 year old wants to go on meds? So I right. feel like a lot of also my work in this world is also to to speak up about mental illness and destigmatize it. So, like one in five u s adults actually has a mental illness, mm-hmm. so it's it's really, yeah, people aren't alone. People aren't alone at all when they're struggling. It's actually very common. and out of those one in out of that one in five, one in twenty four of those people have a severe mental illness. Mm-hmm. so and a lot of folks just are out here, you know. Praying it away and not really taking meds when they need it. it, you know. God gave us the Allah, Mother God gave us medicine, you know. So it's like we should definitely use it and get care, take care of ourselves. Um, that's a huge platform that I will always like. The hill I'm a die on is is destigmatizing mental illness, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you said a stat. You said one in five people mm-hmm. struggle with mental. Illness mm-hmm. in in some sort. Yeah. So I was just having this conversation this this week, this past weekend. I think that when it comes to artists, most dope artists,
1: mm-hmm, for sure.
0: And excuse this term that I'm going to use, but mm-hmm. most dope artists are a little off, right? You can't be the norm and really take your art. Seriously, right? You, you have to be willing to. Yeah. to...
1: You're tapped into something deeper. Yes, you know, it's it's yes. like you can. It usually artists are very empathetic people, mm-hmm. so we really feel deeply. We're moved by like, Just like you said, you can't you can't pass a you know homeless person you know who who, who is who is bearing your soul. Like we feel, mm-hmm. you know, we feel deeply. I feel like all artists, no matter who you are, just to even come from a space of being able to consistently create something. Mm-hmm. Now creating something. A lot of artists, it's natural for us to create. Even Now, I'm just not talking about music and, and poetry. I'm talking about even fashion, like fashion mm-hmm. designers. I'm talking about not just visual artists, but people who craft, people who knit. Like just mm-hmm. to come come with something out of nothing, right? Yeah. That's the whole idea of the universe anyway, how things are created. Something out of nothing. Yeah. So artists are creating something out of literally nothing, just out of their own idea, right? Even people who are doing do-it-yourself projects, you know, they're, vision- they're envisioning something different. And it's yeah. just they're manifesting it just off of their their creative juices alone, you mm. know. So it's like it's it, it you 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 have to be different to be an artist because you're in this yeah. constant state of inspiration, this constant state of creating things, you know.
0: Um, tato, and- tato,
1: yeah. tato. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, There's a game that I used to play on my podcast. I haven't done it for 2023, right? Have not yet done it. Um, But tonight, I just kind of feel inspired to uh, run it. So I'm going to run it. So here we go. Okay. (laughs) Sublime Love. Do you know what time it is?
1: What time? Do you mean actual time? Do you mean the time, the sign of the times? What time are we talking? The constructed time? What time? What, what t- the actual time? What time are we talking? What time are we talking, Blaze? What kind of time?
0: <laughs> you don't know what time it is.
1: The actual time on this physical space right now on Eastern Standard Time is eight forty-one p.m. <laughs> that actual time, right? The the literal time. Eastern standard time. We're at 8.41 p.m. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> no, it is.
1: <laughs> Wait, what time? Okay, tell me. Educate me. Educate me. What time it is? What time is it?
0: Color time.
1: <laughs> color time.
0: Color time. All right, it is color time. I haven't done color time in quite a few episodes, but I felt today, I just felt led to do it. So guess what? Yeah. going to do it.
1: Educate me. What's All going right. on? <laughs>
0: so this is color time. This is the segment of the show where I, the host, will announce random colors. Okay. And for each color I present, you, the featured guest, will share what that color means to you or Mm -hmm. what you see in that color.
1: Ah, okay, okay, I like this, I like this. There is
0: no right or wrong answer. Of course. It can be spiritual, philosophical, it can be educational, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it can be common, it can be comical.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Whatever it means to you, all right? I'm going to give you an example. Here we go. For example, I may say the color brown. Yeah. All right? Some Mm -hmm. guests in the past have said chocolate. Or yeah. mm-hmm. my skin color, right? And other guests have said dog poop. <laughs> no answer is wrong. All right. right. <laughs> Just what that color means to you. All right. So are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready as I'll ever be. I'm I, I'm always ready, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right. Those watching, feel free, if you have a cool color uh, that you want to challenge her with, feel free to put it in the chat. Here we go. Color number one, silver.
1: Silver. Okay. So when I first think of silver, I think of coins, right? I think of like the, the, the heads on coins. So as soon as I hear silver, I'm like, okay, change, right? Like I got change. I got this silver. Of course, back in the day, you know, silver was like, was money you know like you're exchanging like gold and silver were actually ways of payment right before we Mm -hmm. had dollars and cards you know silver was definitely something valuable um and it even it still is right because coins add up so (laughs) so silver is something still valuable you know but i I go right to like change and coin with with silver Mm
0: -hmm. okay next color we're going to use this one okay um watermelon
1: pink ooh, watermelon pink i think of fun (laughs) i think of i I love pink actually pink is like purple used to be my favorite color but now like i'm really into pink all of a sudden um but uh, i pink is really like it's a happy color i feel like i feel i don't just think of pink as feminine actually i think of it like as just as something bright like something to look forward to like something that's just like It's comforting, too. I feel like people will feminize pink, but pink actually looks good on everybody. Like Especially, you know, depending on skin tones, like pink is a color for everyone, Um, you know? And I just feel like pink brings about like a lightness, like a fun, like something fun, something play, you know? Something, I don't know, it's just a vibe. Pink is a vibe for me. Watermelon, pink, like it's all a vibe, yeah.
0: (laughs) I've been known to look very delicious in pink.
1: I can see that though. Your undertones, I can see that. Yeah, people always want to feminize pink, but so colors aren't feminine or masculine or they're they're colors. <laughs> they're for everybody.
0: <laughs> Agreed, yeah. agree
1: mm-hmm.
0: All right. Next color, color number three. Let's go with ocean green.
1: Ocean green. Ooh. I'm trying to think of Ocean Green and what it looks like. Well, I was actually at the beach, so I can kind of I can kind of envision ocean green actually. I was at the beach on Saturday. Let me think. Ocean green. Hmm. I feel like that's like, how can I I think that's like that's a level of kind of like depth, I feel like. Like green and brown. I feel like I think that of like earth, you know, like very earthy, very substance, like like something like grounded, you know? Um I'm thinking of that. That's where I'm going with that like a like a grounding, you know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Two more colors. Here we okay. go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next color. Mm-hmm. Smoky white.
1: Oh, smoky white. I think of clouds. Um I think of clouds. I think of like like looking up right and just and just seeing clouds move, the different cloud shapes. I think of clouds. I, when I'm on a plane flying through clouds, it feels like so amazing. Like I I have ridden a, I've I've been on a plane a, a lot of times, but every time I'm up there amongst the clouds, I just gotta take a picture. Like I'm like, I'm in heaven. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I feel like the clouds is just I go right to clouds and smokey white.
0: Last color, here we go. <clears throat> devil red.
1: Ooh, devil red. I think of intense. I think of red lipstick, honestly, when I, when I go. <laughs> I think of red lipstick. I think of super like sexy fire. Like, you know, like red is powerful. I feel like it, I see your logo too has a lot of red. But it's red, is red is very powerful. It's eye catching. I feel like red stands out. Um, yeah, red is definitely like, okay, I see you. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. When people read when people wear red lipstick, it's like, ah, okay, like you can't it's help with Yeah, it's like, wait this a minute. Set up. You know? and, and I I was, I well, I, was, I shouldn't say I was a makeup artist. I was a practicing makeup artist in Boston, okay. but I've i kind of let that go because I didn't want to reestablish myself as a makeup artist as a poet. Like I wanted to just stick <laughs> stick with mm-hmm. one thing when I moved. But even with like, um, with the, the, in the vein of makeup, the word of makeup, the red lip is like the classic look, like the, you know, like the statement, you know, the red lip is a statement. And there's all kinds of shades of red lipstick, you'd be surprised. There There's dozens of shades of red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, they're all like, and usually you stick with the same look. Like if you have a red lip, I know you. I, you might. Are you? Yeah. I'm not gonna dive deep into makeup, but if you have a red lip, there's like a set classic look that you do with a red lip. Like red lip is 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 this, it, it calls for something special. Like it's you know. Um, so yeah, that's where I go when I think of red.
0: I um, I try to stay away from red lips.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel, unless, like, there's a, I feel like there's a story there. I feel this, like there's a story there.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the I mean, not not now, currently, because I'm good yeah. now. I am happy now. <laughs> I am safe now. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. But
0: in my past, uh, red lips were consequences. Red lips mm-hmm. were a setup. Red lips oh, were gosh. deceitful
1: Ooh.
0: and um. Ooh. And yeah, and...
1: Um, oh, I'm sorry yeah. you had that
0: experience. I feel red lips. It just wasn't fair. Mm. Was, oh
1: my gosh, there's definitely it's, a story there. Wow.
0: Yeah, I um, I won't dive any deeper into those. That's okay. Stories.
1: I'm sorry that you had that experience. So that's, I'm sorry that that's what comes to mind when I said red lips. So sorry for that. I mean, granted, yeah. I
0: am responsible for my own actions, right? Yeah, very so okay. good. I, yeah, I guess, chose but... to be trapped uh-huh. and enslaved by the red, mm. um, but in any oh, case, gosh. but when I think of red lipstick, I'm like, all right, let me <laughs> walk this way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let me, okay, it's triggering. I'm sorry, but I, I'm sorry. I should've, <laughs> if I would've known, I would've given it to you if I would've known, I'm sorry, yeah.
0: All good, all good, all good. Um, indeed, indeed, this was such a great episode. Um, I am excited for your show. Thank you. And I want to plug it. So if, if you have anything you want us to share, if you have a flyer mm-hmm. for this coming this upcoming show or just in in general, anything that you want us to, yeah, to promo just, for you?
1: I would just say follow my Instagram because that's where you can see everything, you know, everything, every flyer, everything is my my work, my words, my my my, my I call them sublime sermons. So mm. I, I'll have like reels and, and even like just captions. Where I talk about something like a sublime sermon, you know, but it, it's always like to empower my audience, to make them feel loved, to love themselves. Um, just, you know, powerful words, transforming people. So mm. that's, I, I have sublime sermons. So yeah, follow, like, the, the, I'd love for people to weigh in on my sublime sermons. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's sublime love brand. So S U V L I N E L U V brand. So sublime love brand love is l u v i usually pop up after like sublime l l u you know i usually pop up you don't have to write the whole sublime love brand but i'll pop up after like sublime l or sublime something like that i'll pop up
0: okay so there it is make sure you follow her on instagram at sublime love brand right and you can get updated with upcoming shows and her sublime love sermons and (laughs) all of that. All right. Indeed. Indeed. In closing, is there a word, is Mm. there a quote Mm. that you feel led to leave the audience? with? Oh, that's
1: a good one. Um, uh, Okay. This is my favorite quote of like one of my favorite quotes of all time. I actually had it in my high school yearbook. Like, (laughs) Like my favorite quote. So Carl Young was an acclaimed like psychiatrist. Um, and just uh, what what's the word I want to use? Not necessarily like he was just. I can't think of the word right now. But this is Carl Young quote. It's called. It's, I'm gonna. He says he, but it's everyone. I'll just preface everyone. So he, who looks outside, only dreams, but he who looks inside, also awakens. Mm. So I'll say that again. He who looks outside, only dreams, but he who looks inside. Also awakens,
0: love that. Yeah, (laughs) love that. Love that. Um, yeah, many times we're looking for the external sources, we're looking for for the answers. And news alert,
1: we got the answer. (laughs) we all in you boo boo. We've always had the answer. <laughs> it's always but we
0: you. Get so distracted. Yeah. Thinking, oh, it's uh. mm-hmm. no, when you find the answer, right? It's things you see, or people who say certain things, and it resonates with something that was already present. Exactly. Right? So, and that's
1: how you find your purpose. You
0: mm-hmm. know, like you said,
1: I know you have a, a workshop, was it that you were that you were saying? Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Finding your purpose is looking inside. What do you like to do? What are you drawn to? You know, what makes what makes you come alive? And that's your purpose, mm. You have To share that with the world, you know.
0: You might use that. Yeah. We might have to keep in
1: touch. <laughs> For sure. Please hey. do. Well, we go. We're, we're linked up now. Linked hey. up now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Indeed, indeed. I, I, I do
1: have workshops as well. I do run workshops and facilitate workshops myself.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah.
1: You'll see that on my Instagram. Everyone will see that on my Instagram. Okay. Yeah.
0: It's funny. I'm doing this um, this call, right, with um, a very powerful entrepreneur. He's a multimillionaire. Um, he's made millions of dollars annually. He's made millions of dollars monthly. He's even made a million dollars in a day. Wow um and he happens to be my cousin mm-hmm. wow. Shout out to GT Greg Todd and um, follow him at Greg Todd PT indeed and he has this call right now all week and it's called the Invincible Challenge right where he pushes people to think outside the box right mm-hmm. and instead of being a slave and trading time for money right? Create a system where you're making money while you're at the swimming pool. Sleeping, you're making yeah, money while you're money. sleeping, yeah. while you're with your kids—all <laughs> of that, right? Um So I forgot where I was going with that. You just touched on. No, something. I think I—I
1: I think I was saying. What did I say? It was something you said that that you had to use it. Uh What did I say? I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was finding your purpose. Like, what makes you come alive? You know, um, and oh, yes, that. yes, yes, yeah, yes. like use that yes. to fuel like what your purpose is, what makes you come alive, what could you do every day and not get paid for? Like, and for me, for me, that's performing. Um, I could, I literally, I could come on Instagram every day and perform for nothing, and you know, like, I, uh, that that makes you come alive, that gives me my, that that sets me free, you know, so it's like, what could you do every day? I actually got that from a friend. Um, mm. He's a market. He he's been in marketing for a long time, and he he gives me. A, he's an amazing strategist. Um, and he was telling me, well, what what could you what could you do every day for free? And I was like, oh, definitely perform, definitely write and perform every day for free. I could do that. So I feel like when you think of that, and you think of who you are, and what makes you come alive, and you merge that all together, that's mm-hmm. your recipe for your success. That's your purpose right there. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <coughs> Absolutely. And this week, Greg touched on, he said, right now, we're in the era of partnerships. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we are conditioned to think that we have competition, right? And it's like, I got to get to the bag before you.
1: And if you get to the bag, then
0: you're stopping me from getting to the bag. No. There's
1: enough sun for everybody. I'm going to die on that hill. (laughs) There is enough sun for Everybody there is enough honey there's enough yes, yes. <laughs> yep 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 yes
0: man if you were blessed by this episode episode 93 um put a line emoji in the chat Dang. feel free to share this episode right episode 93 you know what's funny i was in so quick story quick quick story yeah please. please. i was This weekend, I was coming out of the grocery store with my son, and I had groceries in my hand, and we walked to the car, and um, for lack of better terms, this Indian guy, um, I assume Indian, he had the turban on and the long beard or whatever, and he approached me, and this is not the first time that I've been approached uh, by someone with this kind of vibe anyway and he brought out his notebook and he started telling me things about myself about what my challenges are and what my fears are and the month that for me is a blessed month for me and telling me things about my future and all sorts of things right and then of course at the end of this whole presentation then he's like yeah so uh You can either give me $100, $200, or $300. You choose. And I'm like, I don't follow rules. I choose none. Right. But thanks for the, you know, but thanks for the information. Anyway, in in him telling me all of this, he says, You're going to live to age
1: 93. Oh, so
0: (laughs) me just remembering that this is the 93rd. Yes. Okay. Okay. How? How is an yeah, and three. There's three,
1: threes and nine, a three. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there's four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really. I threes is my my. I have like, like two or three. Like I have like a nine and a three in my license. Two threes in my license plate. Mm-hmm. My address has like three. The zip code three threes one three like. Every, yeah, this, is this episode thing. is
0: yours yeah. and when you and when you add up nine and three it's 12 oh, which yep. still breaks down to three anyway
1: exactly come on come with it this is the mm. this is the vibe thank you for mm. having me blaze it's a pleasure <laughs> and definitely stay connected
0: yes yes please absolutely. y'all
1: follow me again sublime love brand i want to connect with every net everybody in this world honestly and just exchange energy connect you know through words through through vibes you know like i said powerful words transform worlds so let's Mm -hmm. just yeah yeah
0: indeed indeed this was the blaze the lion podcast as we always say peace and love